Hello everyone, I'm here to tell you the story of Sophia Wellsland. On July 15th, Sophia got out of bed as quickly as possible and ran downstairs to see what that noise was. She wondered if someone broke into the house. Did she fall? Was she kidnapped? Or was it just a glass? Or perhaps it was just a container. Sophia was talking about her mom. Sophia didn't know what that noise was, but after she slowly made her way down the stairs and around the corner of the wall that had the kitchen behind it, she was relieved to see that it was just an apple. Sophia had always been paranoid and has gotten nervous around people she didn't know. She thought they would kidnap her or kill her and everyone around her. Nobody ever seemed to know why she had these thoughts, but her friends did make fun of her for it. They would always purposely scare her and brought new people around her, even though they knew she didn't like that. On that day, when she got to school, something seemed off to her. She figured it was just because of that morning when she got scared of the noise caused by an apple. But after lunch, she started to have a different opinion of why she was feeling that way. After lunch was math class, and during that time she started daydreaming for a few minutes. She was daydreaming about the forest and horses. But as I came to an end, she had a vision and saw a little girl tied up in a chair, sitting in the dark room. This lasted seven seconds. She could feel all the pain and hear the thoughts of the little girl. She ran out of class and her heart started beating really fast while she was losing track of each and every breath. Eventually, this stopped and she walked back into class so she wouldn't get in trouble. When she sat in her chair, her friend Olivia whispered, Psst, are you okay? I'm fine. Sophia says. The day goes by as she is anxious to know what that vision was about. Since she could not let go, she told her mom about it, and her mom said that it's probably nothing, and told her to stop thinking about it. But Sophia couldn't do that. Sophia then went to go see Olivia's mom, who studies dreams and visions. Her mom told Sophia that these could even be flashbacks, and she tried to get her to think more about what she saw, and tried to get her to even have another flashback, but it didn't work. When Sophia got home, she ended up having another flashback of a little girl tied up in a chair in a dark room, but this time, she could hear 
even more than the last one. She heard a man singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star along with footsteps. But this only lasted seven seconds. Sophia went to school the next day and told her friends that she thinks she's having flashbacks or visions or something. She didn't really know, but they laughed at her and didn't believe her. For seven days straight, she had seven visions a day that lasted seven seconds. And they got more and more intense. When Sophia was eating dinner that night, mom dropped a spoon on the floor. When that happened, Sophia jumped out and screamed. Mom brought her to a hospital because she became very scared of everything and started hearing someone screaming in her ear. When Sophia explained to the doctor what she had been seeing and hearing about, he thought she was having a psychotic breakdown. She was put in a mental hospital for 24 days. And when she got home, she slept for seven hours each day. The flashbacks did not stop. She saw a child in the forest and a man dressed in black with blue eyes, red shoes on, and blonde hair. She went for a walk in the forest to see in person what she was seeing in her mind. When she was walking around, she was approached by a police officer. The officer asked her what she was doing and told her that that area was off limits at the time. Sophia told her that she saw a little girl and a kidnapper in that forest and that she needed to look around. So the officer said that she would look around for Sophia. Sophia said okay and told the police officer to let her know what she found. Sophia walked home and read a book just waiting around for a knock on the door or a phone call. Later that day, Sophia heard someone at the door. She ran down the stairs, opened the door, and there was the police officer standing there with an evidence bag with a red shoe in it. Sophia asked her if she found anything in the forest. She said she found a red shoe that was partly buried in the ground. The officer then asked if she had anything to do with burying the shoe and started asking a lot of questions. How did you know that the shoe was there? Do you know who buried the shoe? Do you know who it belongs to? Eventually, Sophia said, wait, why are you asking so many questions? I had nothing to do with this, she said. Then she said that she only saw a child and a man in the forest. The officer said that 11 years ago, she was kidnapped. Sophia didn't believe it at first, but as the officer explained it, and she started thinking about the flashbacks, everything started to make sense. She was relieved that she was not crazy, 
Sophia asked why nobody ever told her about this. The police officer told her that everyone agreed not to tell her because they didn't really know anything about what happened, and it became a closed case after one year of trying to find evidence. The only thing the police did know about the kidnapping was where she was found, which was in the forest, lying beside a tree. They both then believed that she was starting to remember what happened while she was kidnapped. The officer then asked her to go down to their station and make a statement about what she was seeing. She quickly told her mom and left, since Sophia was a little bit mad at her mom. She didn't go with her. Sophia walked into a room at the police station and told the police officer what she had seen in the past week. She said that the first flashback had, she had saw a little girl tied in a chair in a dark room. The next few were the same, but she could hear footsteps and got chills every time this happened. Another flashback she had was of a man taking her into the forest. She remembered the name Pete. Pete Wilman? Maybe whale lamb or cell scam? She didn't exactly know what his last name was. So the police officer looked for someone named Pete with the last name that sounded and could be close to any of the names she told her. After Sophia made her statement, she went home, waiting to hear back from the police to see if they found who kidnapped her. But in the meantime, she had another flashback. She saw herself in the forest sitting with her back against a tree while looking at a man standing in front of her. She was very scared and she heard someone scream, Pete! Pete Wellsland! Run! The cops are coming! The man then knocked her out and ran. That's when the cops found Sophia lying there unconscious. She then thought, that that seven-second flashback had just solved all of her problems. But little did she know that that was only the first step. She was confused because she had never heard of anyone named Pete in her family but she then called the police officer at the station and told her that his last name is Wellsland. After doing that, she went upstairs and asked her mom if there's anyone named Pete Wellsland in their family. Her mom said no and then asked Sophia why she was asking her this. Sophia told that Pete Wellsland is the one who probably kidnapped her and told her she knew this because of the flashback that she had. As soon as her mom started to say something, 
Sophia's phone went off. It was the police officer telling Sophia and her mom to go down to the station because they know who kidnapped her and where he lived. She said that other officers were on their way to his house at that very moment. Sophia's mom looked anxious the whole way over to the station, and she didn't say one word. Nothing was said during this car ride. When they arrived at the police station, the officer told them to sit down. Sophia could tell that whatever she was about to say was not going to be good. No bueno, she says to herself. No bueno. The officer said, Sophia, Pete Wellsland is your brother. Sophia screamed at the top of her lungs for seven seconds. Remember when I said that finding out the kidnapper's name was only the first step to solving all of Sophia's problems? Well, seven seconds later, she woke up. Thank you for listening.